Hey, hey, Cubs fans, and welcome to a brand new edition of Cubs on Tap. The Cubs win. Yes, that's right. This is the second time in a row that they've done that. They win by a score of 9-3 to over the Detroit Tigers in Detroit, Michigan, on this beautiful Monday, August 24th. I am panelist Ron Luce. I'm joined by Justin Wasik here tonight to recap the big win. Justin, how are we feeling tonight, my man? Man, Cubs W, baby. Gotta love it. Happy. Um, this is what we said yesterday needed to happen. Had some players that were that have been struggling perform well. Uh, Alec Mills looked good, so I'm a, I'm a happy guy. Yeah, man, I'm right there with you. I actually had to eat some words. I uh, I started talking some shit when uh, Mills got into something there in the third inning uh, with Detroit. And um, like on Twitter, yeah, yeah, uh, from the Cubs on Tap account. I uh, <laughs> I was like, Reyes already warming up. When they're they're putting Q in the bullpen and Mills can't even get out of the third and rah rah rah, and then he proceeds to go seven innings and then I had to eat my shit. And I got I got I got I got called out for it on Twitter too, and which was actually really funny because then Cody uh, Cody Del Mendo uh, thought Mister Brian Mishler was the one that tweeted that. I was like, nope, nope, that was me. That was me. (laughs) Sorry, boys. I uh, I was I was the negative Nelly there, and I, I I ate my shit. He got his third win. It's all it happens good. It's to all the good. best of us, man. It's happened hey, to me, man. It sure does. Sometimes you need that. It humbles you. Yes, um, it does. Just a smidge uh, when it's all said and done. But with that being said, let's go ahead and recap the scoring really quick from this one. Ooh, I gotta get. I gotta get a sip of water here, folks, because this is gonna be a little bit of a long list. Hold on. All right, here we go. From the top of the second inning after the first no score, but in the top of the second, on a beautiful line drive, David Bodie singles in a run that would be Wilson Contreras, and Victor Caratini advances to third base on that play, and not soon after, one Nico Horner singled in the very Victor Caratini that we just mentioned. That was on third base, and the Cubbies go up by a score 2-0, and they get out of that. Um, But until the bottom of the third, Detroit made it interesting. Very, very interesting. Former Chicago Cub, Yimer Calendario, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Gets a force out to Javi Baez, but on the play, Willie Castero, or Castro, wow, Castro, he scores, and uh, nonetheless, it's bases juiced. It wasn't a good situation. However, the Cubs do get out of it, so Detroit only gets one run. But in the top of the fourth, have no fear, David Bodie is here. He homers to give the Cubs a 3-1 lead. Not soon after, Anthony Rizzo uh, on a sharp ground ball scores Nico Horner, and that makes it 4-1 Cubbies, and then... Javi Baez, baby, with Anthony Rizzo on. He gets a homer, a well-needed oppo run shot to give the Cubs a 6-1 lead. But Detroit gets out of that inning. And in the bottom of the seventh, Christian Stewart, uh, with Jacoby Jones on, homers. That is his second of the season. And the Detroit halves the Cubs' lead to make it 6-3. But, oh, he's back, baby. El Mago. He put on his little little top hat and his cape because he's like, I'm here, bitches. I'm back. Top of the ninth, he homers 
to give the Cubs a 7-3 lead. And then David Bodie. Once again, Bodie is everywhere tonight. I was telling you, literally from the first inning, when Bodie made something happen, I was like, I think Juice has a crystal ball. Because Juice was the only one of us Cubs on tap members to pick David Bodie as his fly the W oh, player. Did. Yeah, he did. And yeah, David Bodie did it, man. Um, he was certainly there. So, such a wild game. But again, he singles and, and two runs score. Almora and Hayward. And then Caratini advances the second. Detroit gets out of it. No big deal. The Cubs are going home victorious by a score of 9-3. to three. Little pitching recap here. For the Cubs, Mills, seven innings because I uh, had to bite my tongue after the third. Uh, he only gave up seven hits and three runs. Only walked one guy and struck out seven and uh, only gave up one home run in the process. Tapera comes in and gets the hold in the eighth. He pitches a clean inning with two strikeouts, no hits, no runs, no walks. He lowers his ERA to 238 on the season. And then Colin Rea, the guy that I uh, said was warming up when I said Mills ain't got it no more. Um, he comes in in the ninth. They warm him up again anyway. Uh, he also pitches a clean 0-0-0 with one strikeout inning. And the Cubs strike out 10 batters on the day. A lot of uh, small franchises do the 10K like pizza deal. So the Cubs would have accomplished that today as a pitching staff and get out of it and pitch a beautiful gem. Three pitchers used, 9-3 win. However, uh, Casey Mice, not great, Bob. Three and a third. Their reliever, Alexander, went three and two-thirds. He pitched longer than their starter. Uh, They used five pitchers on the day. They only strike out eight Cubs, which is good, especially because Casey Mice struck out seven White Sox and four and a third in his debut. Um so they didn't really do much against them. 12 hits against that staff today. And obviously we said the nine runs, eight of them were earned only, though. Fun little fact. So, Justin, let's start with Alec Mills because I need to bite my tongue for a hot second here. Just how, how did he make it happen? I mean, he really truly rebounded beautifully from a tough outing last time. Yeah. Um I thought he, I mean, we, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, this was a, a, a big test for, for Mills. And listen, uh, this, it's a quality start. Seven innings, three-run ball. Uh, his ERA is what, four, five, five now. Th- this is what you need from him. You know, he's not going to be a one or two guy in the rotation. You know, he's a three at best, probably a, you know, back end of the rotation type of guy. But this is what you need from him. I thought his, thought his, uh, his slow curve and his um, yeah slow curve was working really well, um, and the, that high sixty slow curve it always makes me laugh when I see it on the TV. Um, and even the home run that he gave up, um, I thought it was a good pitch. I really don't think he kept the ball and hung it over the plate too much. Now again, it's the Tigers lineup. I, I mean, I don't know their offensive stats. I know they're not a good team overall, so I'm not quite sure offensively how they're doing. But listen. Um, it's a major league ball club that Mills faced today, and he had a quality start, as I mentioned. It was a nice bounce back from his poor performance against the Cardinals, um, and we're going to need him um, to do this fairly consistently. And this is the performance of a three-four guy in the rotation. Um, one walk, seven strikeouts. Looks good to me, man. Uh, very, very proud of the kid, and uh, hopefully, he can just continue to 
build on this momentum moving forward. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I'll tell you what, I look at this Tigers offense, and uh, they got more 270s and 280s than the Cubs do in their lineup. So, um, oh. you know, they're a bunch of no-namers, but if you uh, truly compare statistics, on paper they do look better, which is kind of okay. wild given the names in this All the lineup. more impressive the performance then. All absolutely, the absolutely. I, I agree with you too about the slow curve. That high 60s slow yeah, curve. Just, it's so funny, man. It just drops in there. It's a little whoop. And it's especially, all when it, especially when it hits 69. Nice. No, absolutely. It's 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 the nicest pitch <laughs> in all of baseball. When him and Hendricks do it consistently, it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. It's amazing that the Cubs have two of the, the, the only Greg Maddox pitchers right now in the game. Yeah. Uh, on their staff, it's it's a beautiful thing, and it, it gives all the immature fans like ourselves uh, a nice little giggle. But I'll tell you what we need to dial in on, because you and I, sir, I think for the first time ever, I said either on air or off air, it was either one, maybe both, yeah. that the Fly the W player yeah. was the same player for both of us without our, our change at all of our thought process. And we picked Javi Baez, the rebound baby, and did he yeah. fucking rebound. This is now an explicit episode. <laughs> Breath of fresh air. I Breath mean, of fresh air, baby. Yeah. Three for five, two runs, uh, two home runs, three ribbies. Um, got that average up to 219 now. Yeah. I mean, it's one game, but, you know, this is the El Mago that we know and love. Um He's gotta he's gotta now do it a little more consistently. I'm not saying he had two, two home runs every day, but yeah, it's funny. You know, we, we had the good juju out for him. We believed in him. I know we were talking a little bit about maybe switching it up in terms of where he sits in the lineup, but uh, Ross Rossi kept him at three. Yeah, he was at uh, yeah he was the third yeah third spot today. Same spot he's been doing. Um, he's been going at in the past. So yeah, maybe. This is the start of something new. Again, it's just one game, but hey, you know, I'll take it at this point. He was struggling big time. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I'll tell you what, uh, here's what happened is it is Ross, David Ross, listen to Cubs on Tap on all major <laughs> platforms that you like to listen to your podcasts. You know, he's sitting there listening to the episode and he's like, wow, they really think that, huh? He's just, I'm, I'm going to go talk to Javi. He walks <laughs> in and he goes, Javi, let me pull you over here real quick. And he's like, what's up, coach? And he goes, Javi, I was listening to the Cubs on Tap boys again. You know, they're, they're out there. They're talking every day. They're talking every day about our Cubs baseball. And we truly are. You can check our stats. We might miss one That's day cool. here and there. But we're on every day, folks. And he's like, they, they think I should move you in the lineup. They don't think you're worthy of hitting number three. And he goes, what do you mean? And he goes, I don't know. They're calling for... <laughs> They're calling for Willie to hit there. They're calling for Schwarber to hit there. Hell, I think as a joke, somebody called for Almora to hit there. Like, <laughs> they just don't believe in you, man. And he goes, Coach, I got you. And he goes, all right, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you to that. And I'll tell you what, Javi held him to that. Because like you said, three for five, two runs scored, three hits. He had a single and the two home runs, as you mentioned. Only struck out once tonight. He raised that average baby to 219 when we were yep. talking about him in the 190s only a few days ago. And uh, he proved all of us wrong. And, and you know what? Just a, a, you know, vindication is so sweet 
for not only the person who's right, but the person who's wrong. Because it's a really humbling experience. And that was that was all of us here at Cubs on Tap talking about him needing to hit like six or seven in this lineup because he was just wasn't doing it. He goes, I got you, folks. Don't worry about it. Watch this. And he's got his big old gold chains on, and he's just pimping, pimping home runs. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you a, it is a vindication, man. It is, but well, I personally wouldn't use the word vindication because I think he needs to do this. A co- he needs to keep doing this a little bit more. Absolutely. Like, you know, I agree with everything you said, and I'm sure he knows the media has been talking about him, especially us here at Cubs on Tap. But, but. Let me tell you, I mean, if he just goes back to what he was doing the last three weeks, if he starts going back to, to that tomorrow, we're not even really going to remember this performance, you know? So, got to keep it up. That's true. That's true, and that's fair, man. I mean, like you said, it, it, it's one of those things. You have one blip on the radar here and there, and people forget about it. But you got that. It's like at a craps table. You get that guy that rolls for 25 minutes. You get oh, yeah. that guy that rolls for, you know, 10, 15 games, you know, and in this season that's the equivalent of like five to seven games. You know, he gets on that little bit of a streak and he's got that little shoulder roll going, you know what I mean, when he's walking in with that yeah. swaggy confidence. And yeah. he's like, hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that when this, this, the end of the season comes and we need to vote for an MVP because – you know, in a seven-game stretch, you drove in 16, 17, 18 runs because you were just superhuman. You know, Superman wore your pajamas instead of the other way around type type shit. I mean, that's that's what I'm hoping we get out of Almago. And I'll tell you why. Not only because of the Cubbies. Obviously, we all love our Cubbies. I love my fantasy teams, too. And in both fantasy teams I have, Javi is my shortstop. In one of my leagues... Not only is Javi my shortstop, but my hybrid second base shortstop is Fernando Tatis, which some people would say should be your shortstop. But guess who's my shortstop? Because of where I took him in the draft, that's Javier Baez because he does shit like this on a consistent basis. And I think he turns it around. Hope, he looks, hopefully, we can, hopefully we can point to today and, and say that this was it. This was the game that it all turned around for him. Absolutely, because I'll tell you why. There's only two dudes that played in tonight's game that have a um, lower OPS than Javi Baez, and that's Albert Almora and Nico Horner, and Horner's not very far behind him. So that should tell you where he's at compared to literally every other dude in this lineup. Uh, That includes Caratini. That includes Jason Hayward. That includes Bodie. Hayward's actually the highest of those three that I just named. It's yeah. it's something. It's something this year, and I think Javi wants to turn it around, man. And I'll just the fascination on on all Cubs fans' eyes because this is what we just we got so used to, you know, in 2017 when you know he was he was that runner up in the MVP. Yeah, you know, that that was that sweet sensation, man. And that's when El Mago truly became El Mago, and he's making no look tags in the in the base World Baseball Classic. When he's pointing to his boy Yachty behind the plate, like, "Hey, homie, good throw! I got him already. Don't worry about it. He ain't the ball ain't even here yet, because he's just got that swaggy confidence, man. It just it makes all of us feel so good and so happy. And it's like, ah, this is this is Cubs baseball. This is what we've come to know know and love in what I deem the the spoiled brat, you know, dynasty 
that is the Cubs baseball since, you know, 2015 till now. And it's very, very sweet, man. So uh, it's it's great to see him turn that around. Um, other notes, uh, Anthony Rizzo got a well-needed RBI tonight. That was uh, a refreshing sight that we needed to see. David Bodie, he put on Superman pajamas and then a pair of Javi Baez pajamas over that because <laughs> he was he was three for five as well with four ribbies. Uh, he was driving at everybody. He raised his average to two, two, two to uh, give him a sweet, sensational average there. And, um, you know, even Nico Horner did some good stuff tonight uh, with, with what he was doing. And the Cubbies were rolling. The offense looked good. People that needed to hit, needed to hit, got to hit. Um, and guys that had been hitting for a while didn't really hit. You know, Ian Happ, 0 for 3 with two walks. I did um, think Hayward had a good game, though. And I want to call that out because... He's been one of our more consistent players offensively. His average is uh, 261 now and over 800 OPS. He was two for four today with a run uh, and a walk. And the thing that I really liked about Jay Hay today is that he his two hits were opposite field. He took what the pitchers gave him and he just, you know, sort of just extended those hands out towards left field uh, and gone and went oppo. It's something that I've always thought he's struggled with. He's you know, how many times have we seen Jay Hay just round out his swing and hit a, and hit a weak ground ball to second base? I mean, oh, how many times as Cubs fans? We, yeah, we've seen that, you know, 100, 200, 300 times in his Cubs career. And it's because he doesn't take what the pitch the pitchers give him. Today, he just, oop, just dinked it down the line. Um, I, that's, I, I mean, those little things, you know, I played baseball in high school, like, those little things, those, those little fundamental things, that that's what gets me going, and that's I really liked to see that from from Jason today, and hopefully you can continue that uh, approach. Hell yeah, that gets me all fired up too. Because as an ex athlete, <laughs> I, I I did not play baseball, um, although my old man was uh, was a uh, a Arizona State full scholarship offered baseball player uh, coming out of high school. Um, didn't go because of you know, geographic reasons, but, um, yeah, man, I, I, I can appreciate, like you said, those little dinks and dunks and he yeah. took, he took what the pitcher gave him Two you know, two doubles was nice. Fun fact. I was actually on the, on the phone with my cousin, uh, who lives down in Atlanta, uh, during this whole thing. So the name Jason Hayward rings very well in his ears as well. Oh and, yeah. Uh, he is a diehard Braves fan. So, um, he he got to hear ooh, and he's like what? And I was like uh, Jason Hayward double, and it uh, felt good. It's like uh, you know, it's like going to um, going to Burger King and getting the two two for five Whopper deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that's the feeling that you get. With, I love a good Whopper. Uh, uh, dude, I haven't had a Whopper in years. Um, I need. That's to, like my favorite. It's it's. I mean, I know I might get stick for this, but it's my favorite fast food burger. Really? Yeah. I, I get sick for all the time. I, I welcome even, the, the banter, but even even more than Five Guys, I may get sick for this as well. I'm not a Five Guys fan, man. Ooh. I mean, listen, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's a fine burger. I don't dislike it. I I have eaten Five have Guys you, burgers. Have you? Have like you? It. Have you? Have you seen the rap song that they made off that one guy's reviews? No. Oh man. Um the name has to come to me. 
he uh he's a review guy and he oh he's electric dude he's one of the most electric human beings i've ever i've ever seen but he uh he talks about uh he he talks about you know a, there's a difference between a burger that's weak and a burger that's got strength and a burger that's got strength that takes up all the room in your mouth when you try to talk, it's like, mm, 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 and off of that, they developed a rap song off that song, dude. It's so yeah. funny. If you know, if you are listening to this and you know what I'm talking about, I just cannot articulate it right now. That you got to go watch that and think about that in this very, very, very moment right now. What we're talking about when it comes to Five Guys, because that's exactly what gets me hyped. Uh, just we might like have to put a link on that on Twitter or something. I don't know. Yeah, man, I'll I'll have to listen back and I'll have to tweet this out separately because it'll make it more funny when it's like two days later when people are just like, "Wait, what is he talking about?" They go back and listen to this episode when it's totally irrelevant because we're two games later, um, which will make it even better. So we'll probably do something like that just to be devious. But um, yeah, man, it's it's pretty I'll crazy. It yeah, it's you know it's. It's exciting, and you know, just like what else is exciting, a you know six-run Cubs win uh, is also very exciting. Oh well, Justin, I'll tell you what, we're we're at about the uh, twenty-one and a half minute mark here, and I think we've talked enough about this beauty of a gem of a game. We don't care that yeah. it's against Detroit. Um, a win is a win is a win is a win is a win, and this was a win, so we'll take it. But. Nonetheless, I do need to remind you, our loyal listeners, and maybe you that's the uh, occasional uh, new listener. We, we, we want to talk to you, too. Because Cubs on Tap is the official Cubs podcast of the On Tap Sports Network. You can find us on the interwebs at www.ontapsportsnet.com and also on social media at On Tap Sportsnet. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Subscribe to our YouTube. We're everywhere. You can find us literally all over the place. Uh, we're, we're probably going to dip into TikTok, too, as long as uh, it doesn't get banned in the U.S. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, come, 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 come follow us. We got, we got great, great Cubs content. We listen to some of that right now. Uh, we also have great Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks. Um, all those teams got a lot of things going on. We got NBA draft lottery, good stuff going on. Justin's all over that on the bull side of things here. Um, we got some off-season Blackhawks talk coming up now. Um, and Bears, we got NFL football right around the corner, folks. I don't think people re- truly realize that. Um, you know, so the Bears guys, you want to be following them as well. And yes, White Sox fans. Yes, Cubs fans. I know you. that's you listening to this right now. You have a friend that's a White Sox fan. Hit him up. Let him know. And just be like, you come, come, come talk to them too because we got some of the best White Sox coverage around as well. And you cannot argue me on that. You'll, you'll try, but you cannot argue me on it. So go ahead and, and get all of your coverage for all of your sports. You can go once again to www ontapsportsnet.com and at ontapsportsnet on all social media platforms the ontap sports network go ahead and check out what's on tap in chicago sports all right mr wasik here we go Whew, i'm out of breath 
<laughs> Great job there, Ron. Hey, I appreciate that, man. The 18 and 10 Chicago Cubs visit the 11 and 16 Detroit Tigers in beautiful Detroit, Michigan at Comerica Park on Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. It is a 7:10 Eastern daylight time. I'm going to switch it up on you guys. I normally say Central first, but we're going Eastern first this time. A 7:10 Eastern daylight time first pitch. That's 6:10 for all of us in the Central daylight time zone. That's 510 if you're in mountain and that's 410 if you're on the Pacific coast you'll be uh, driving home on the radio with the great Pat Hughes um, at that point if you're trying to listen to the game but you might you probably won't be able to listen to the game because you're too far out of reach but anyway um, so if you do want to listen to it you're in the Cubs zone uh, you can listen to the game on 670 the score you can also watch the game on the marquee sports network MSN which to me was always the uh, the shopping network, but you know now it actually is something else. And uh, if you're in the Tigers market, you can listen to the game on 97.1 The Ticket, Tigers Radio Network. And uh, you can also watch the game on Fox Sports Detroit. I'm sure you could also watch an old uh, Red Wings game from the 1990s as well because they don't have anything relevant to watch hockey-wise up there. So... That's my little Blackhawk shot um, at the city of Detroit for the night. But we'll keep moving forward because uh, the Cubbies, little news here. This is where we can drop the news if you hadn't seen it already. Um, The Cubs are activating two pitchers uh, tomorrow, uh, Tyler Chatwood and Jose Quintana. However, Tyler Chatwood is going to be starting tomorrow, which was the first open opportunity for a new starter. Um, when they had announced Quintana was ready. So Quintana's going to go in the bullpen, guys. And that is a whole nother discussion that we uh, might we might dabble with here. Just a smidge. But Jose Quintana going in the bullpen instead of into the starting rotation. Mills shut me up again tonight, like we said. And, and he's proven to be in the rotation. And, you know, I, I, you know, we hypothesized yesterday, Justin, that I think Tyler Chatwood was hurt in that last outing when he got lit up. So... If that's the case, we got a healthy Tyler Chatwood now. He's more the two and O version, not the two and one version uh, of this Tyler Chatwood, who has a five forty ERA, which most of that was that last start and twenty three right. Ks already. So, um, you know, tell me, Justin, how are we feeling, especially against this little sensation boy that Detroit has going tomorrow, which is uh, Spencer Th- uh, Turnbull, the right hander is two and two on the year with a three sixty five ERA and twenty one Ks. So. He's kind of a little, you know, sensation story. Chatwood is kind of too in a lot of ways. But yeah. I, I still feel so much better about Chatwood and with Quintana in the bullpen. Say less. I would love a preview and, and what your thoughts are for tomorrow's game and we'd love to get a fly the W pick uh, before we get out of here. Yeah, a few things. One, Chatwood coming back, obviously massive. I'm always leery of back injuries. I believe he had a back injury, if I'm not mistaken. Um I'm always leery of that. So believe me, I hope the guy's not, you know, I, and I trust the Cubs uh, medical staff. And obviously if they didn't think that he could play, then he wouldn't. But again, really, really always just back injuries are, are a bitch. So um, hopefully he worked, it works out. Um, I sort of want to believe it till I see it type thing. But here's the thing with both of these pitchers, the name of the game will be walks Turnbull while he's a hot prospect or a hot young pitcher for the Tigers. 
massive command issues, especially in his last two outings. Um, he has 21 strikeouts, but he has 15 walks to go along with those 21 strikeouts. And the thing with Chatwood, and the biggest difference for him this season between last year is his strikeout. To, he has four walks in 15 innings. Uh, I mean, I, I think that that is, is it's, it, that's pretty good. Plus for him, I think that's great, especially his walk. Um, you know, he had massive command issues last year. Um, so the name of the game will be not walking people, which is usually the name of the game. Um, and then the last point about Quintana, I think we talked about it last uh, yesterday, and we both said that we would rather see him in the rotation, and you know, that's what we sort of traded him for. Um, if Assuming Chatwood stays healthy and continues to pitch well, you look at this rotation, you know, assuming John doesn't take a nosedive, um, who, who would Quintana really replace? I mean, he's obviously not replacing you or Kyle. Um, Alec, overall, has looked pretty good. Um, and John is John. I, you know, I don't think you're going to replace John unless he really goes off the deep end. So, it's, really, it's Chatwood's the only guy. It'll be a nice backup in case the back injury does start to bite him in the ass. But if you look at the five pitchers, I sort of rethought my statement from yesterday after I said it. It's like, well, who's he really going to replace? Um, I think all five starters overall have been fine at the, at the bare, bare minimum. So just glad to have him back, though. Uh, overall, I think Quintana is a serviceable pitcher. Yes, did we lose that trade? Sure. But, you know, I think he's a serviceable pitcher that can be a net positive for this team. So glad to see him back. Yeah, absolutely, man. I agree whole, wholeheartedly. I uh, I also felt that way too, and uh, I just I just realized something tonight. This is probably going to maybe trip out a couple people um, that are uh, maybe you know a little more alert because I'm I'm kind of tired. It's a little late here, you know. Um, yeah, you know, it might make more sense to you than it did to me when I first thought about it. But you know, Chatwood now wears thirty two for the team. I believe in his first season with the team, he wore twenty one. He wore the same Sosa number. And that's yeah. gonna that's gonna trip out a couple of people. And they're uh -oh. gonna be like, wait a minute. Whoa. Yeah, he did. And they're uh, my article that I wrote this evening on, on tapsportsnet.com, uh, you will see a, a picture of him when he I believe was still wearing twenty one. So um, Wow, you're right. It's wild, man. It's a good time. You know, have fun. So are you, are you insinuating something, Ron? I, I'm insinuating that he, maybe he's on the comeback trail, man. He's trying to make wow. his own number relevant now, and that's going to be number 32 here. Oh, I, I thought you were insinuating that he changed his number potentially because of all this bring Sammy back talk and maybe Norton may be ready to embrace him again. Yeah, maybe he was like, hey, man, I need to, I need to let this number rest at Wrigley because that is the great Sammy Sosa's number. And yeah, yeah, man, and then they gave it to Steven Souza, and he's still the the spirit that is Sammy around Wrigley still exists. Oh, and yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's only it's only it's only negative right now until till bring Sammy back is successful and twenty one flies on the foul poles at Wrigley Field. So yeah, man, I agree. I think you know if we get the good Chatwood and things uh, you know go well. You know, I think the the things go well for the Cubs because, like you said, Turnbull, high walks, uh, Chatwood, not so much. You know, when he's on, he's on, and he he's looked on this year at times. So uh, it would be great to see him do that again. Um, 
Did you give us a fly to W pick? Did I miss that? Oh, no. I did not. Good call. Oh, all right. Let's see here. Um, you know what? I'm going to go Ian. Give me Ian. I love that. I love that. I love that because I'm a big hap guy too. He's he's got me some fly the W points this year. Uh, very happy though. Hey, again, that we both went by as man because Absolutely, that was man. a lock. That good was a juju, lock. Good juju. Yeah, it's good juju for him, man. We uh, Javi, I hope you're I hope you're listening to this or, or David Ross is relaying it to you because, like we said, you know, D, our our man D Ross always listening. Uh, fun fact, actually, for those that may or may not have known, this is a little secret. Um, a little birdie may or may have not once said that Cubs on Tap may have had the opportunity to interview David Ross, but he got the manager job. But that's a mystery. It's a mystery. I'll let you ponder on that one as well. Um, it would have been cool, man. But yeah. my my David Ross jersey is still relevant, which I also love, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. I have a, <laughs> uh, a number three David Ross jersey chilling in my closet right now. Nice blue one. With the uh, the World Series patch on the sleeve, beautiful. Uh, with the little champion uh, like banner underneath it, so uh, it, it was kind of dope. But yeah, so uh, no, I, I I love that though. It's a great pick. You know, got a more more good juju. You know, let's get Ian Hat back to Ian Hat. He's been kind of off the last you know two two three games now. So um, I'd love to see that as well. And I I think I'm gonna ride the hot hand, man. I'm going to stick with what I know, and I know El Mago. And uh, when El Mago go, we go. It's kind of like when you go, we go with Dex Fowler in 2016. So um, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing Javi Baez go oppo again in Comerica because there's just something about that high wall in right center at Comerica that just makes me feel some kind of way about how deep that home run is. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. I'll tell you what, you know. People go to these art museums all around the world, and it's a splatter of paint, and they go, wow, that's beautiful. What an interpretation. It, it shows how angry or sad or frustrated somebody may have been as they threw the paint glob at the paper. You know, or you get some people that are just like, you know, this is stupid. This is just a paint glob. And I that's might be one of those people because... Yeah. To me, art is a home run ball being launched out of a ballpark, especially with a right-handed hitter going oppo in a deep right center ballpark. It is just, yeah. ooh, it just gets gets me feeling some kind of way. So um, that is my definition of art. So sorry, art people. I apologize <laughs> if anybody's offended. I did not mean to offend you. That is just my personal opinion. Um, so I want to see more of that out of Javi Baez. So he is my fly the W pick going into tomorrow, which will be, again, Tuesday, August 25th. Reminder, 6.10 Central Daylight Time. I'll switch it up on you again. Chicago time, 6.10. Everybody else, do the math. Um, Justin, quick final thoughts before we get out of here. For a um, yeah, good start to this series. This little tidbit that I – little stat that I saw. The Cubs are 8-2 and two in series openers this year, which I think is uh, an interesting stat, a stat that shows that they – get off on the right foot more times than not. And they did it again here. We talked about, I said, minimum two out of three needed versus the Tigers today. Um, or this series, you said a season or a series sweep. 
we're well on the way, but again, it's just a win. Got to keep it. Got to keep it pushing, and uh, hopefully, uh, we see a good chat with tomorrow. I'm excited to see him pitch. Absolutely, absolutely. Quick question for you: um, the uh, Hawaiian shirt you have on, which one is oh, that? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the one with the. They got the two, the 2016 World Series champion one on it already here. Oh, yeah. um, and then I have like I know that there are other versions that have like bigger baseball mitts mine are a little smaller on this and i have baseball buttons nice yeah i like this shirt it's comfortable do you uh have any other cubs hawaiian shirts by chance no i just have this one so you don't have like a certain somebody on twitter personalities version of the hawaiian shirt i don't think so but i also don't know who you're talking about on Twitter. He's a friend of the program. Um, <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Um, no, I'll give him a, I'll give him a quick shout out. He's always good to us. Uh, that's Mr. Dom Frederick. Uh, oh, nice. Mr. Director of Morale. Uh, I have his Hawaiian shirt. Um, so I, I rock that. So I was looking real quick because his, the one, his has like that similar color scheme. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, oh, I wonder if that's that. I can't tell. Um, but no, that's, that's what's up, man. So yeah, I agree with you. You know, Cubbies, let's just, just keep riding this run, man. I, you know, that, that, that win yesterday, you and I said it on yesterday's episode. If you haven't listened yet, it's still relevant. It's, it's a win against the White Sox. It's always worth listening to. You can go ahead and check it out again. All major podcast platforms, wherever you decide to listen, Spotify, Anchor, you know, Apple Podcasts, Radio Breaker, you name it. We're all there. And, you know. They, they ride that, that win against the White Sox in, you know, another AL Central opponent now with three with Detroit in Detroit at Comerica, like we said. You know, and all of a sudden it's like, whew, they're, they're feeling good. You know, I don't, you know, I saw Cody Del Mendo said it tonight on Twitter and I totally agree with him. You know, I don't care that it's against Detroit. It's a win, baby. And it's if the offense looks like this, we're feeling good. They're singling people in. Like, it's not just the home run ball or bust anymore. It's not the old Cubbies. You know, this is the bottom of the lineup coming through again. First two runs of the game, eight and nine hitters. Like, yep. let's keep it moving. Keep us feeling good. You know, it's it's a good feeling. So, um, I don't care that it's against Detroit. I want a four-game win streak going into Thursday. Uh, I said that yesterday. I'll say that again today. They're, uh, they're, they're almost there. So, um, you know, let's be 20 and 10. Roll into the off day on Thursday. Know that you are ten games above five hundred. That's a solid lead in the NL Central, and let's just keep it moving because yep. this team can do some special things this year. Because guys are just—they're doing things, and it's—it feels magical. I don't know, man. I—I I felt like not this exact same feeling, obviously, but just like I felt a feeling that it was absent of a normal baseball season with that twenty sixteen team. Yeah, I'm getting it again with this twenty twenty team. Really, yeah. It's getting me let's warm. Keep, let's keep riding the vibes, baby. Let's yeah, keep riding the vibes. it's getting me. It's getting me warm and fuzzy, like a nice, you know, stout beer from a, a favorite Chicago brewery um, that produces a beer that's the uh, area zip code. Uh, I'll let you do the math and deduct on that one. No free ads. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we love them though, and would love to do a partnership. But um, so if they're listening, you know who you are. Let's talk. <laughs> You can also DM us at Twitter at Octop Sports Net. Like I said earlier. So 
Uh, nonetheless, man, let's get out of here for the night. Like we said, Cubbies win 9-3 against the Detroit Tigers. Alec Mills pitched a gem. Made me bite my tongue. And, you know, that's a good thing. I need that humble pie every once in a while. And uh, Javi Baez goes off. We got that Cubbies on tap mojo jojo going on here. Uh, like the old old Powder Puff Girl commercials and cartoons of, uh, you know, just making things happen. And he, he was grooving and moving tonight. So two home runs for him and uh, a big Cubbies win. And we're looking forward to a big uh, Tyler Chatwood return tomorrow, as well as Jose Quintana. I feel like we, we see him tomorrow. I just I have yeah. that feeling. He's, he's coming into the game at some point. Maybe Chatwood only goes three innings and Quintana does another three. Uh, before they get to the bullpen or something along those lines. So uh, if that happens and you want to make bets with me, uh, DM me on Twitter or just tweet me at R-N-L-D-L-U-C-E and uh, we'll get down and get down because I think I'll be right. So um, nonetheless, thank you for listening to this ridiculous episode of Cubs on Tap. We hope you enjoyed it just as much as you enjoyed the outcome of today's game. Once again, Cubs win 9-3 over the Detroit Tigers and and improve to 18 and 10 on the season. The Cubbies are back tomorrow at 6:10 local time for those Chicagoans on Marquee Sports Network and 6:70 the score. I am panelist Ron Luce from my panelist here Justin Wasik. We're going to get out of here the only way literally that we know how to ladies and gentlemen. Let's go Cubbies. Let's go Cubbies. Are you a sports card collector? Are you looking to buy or sell your vintage cards? If so, contact Josh over at Midwest Vintage Cards. With over 25 years of experience in the field, Midwest Vintage Cards will pay you cash for your collection. Check out their eBay store by searching Midwest Vintage Cards or follow them on Instagram at Midwest Vintage Cards. Contact Josh at 847-602-8604 or email him at josh at midwestvintagecards.com to get your quote today.